0: Okay, okay, we can do it one more time. Welcome to Who Changed, the podcast where we try to find out if George went Hollywood since moving to L.A. Or if Larry's bitter from staying at our hometown. But But not not really. really. Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always think. Monopoly. Monopoly. Monopoly, but not really. Good job, Billy. Eilish. Or squabbling. With who? Rob...
1: Silly. Rob, silly. No, good job, Billy Eilish. Let's get started. Um, what's up, Larry? Uh, nothing much, pal. How are you doing? This is a funny episode. Why you ask? Uh, because we're actually in the studio together. Whoa. Whoa. Let's
0: take a picture. Let's put a picture on Instagram. Let's go to picture on
1: Instagram. If you're if you're hearing this now and then you don't follow us on Instagram, follow who changed pod and then. But not really. Comment Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to yeah. post that with it. This is an interactive episode.
0: We're going to be silly today, boy. This is
1: a funny episode because, well, I came home for the holidays and, you know, me and Larry are basically brothers. So I had to
0: come and see my boy. You've been here like three days? Probably I've half been, of the time. I've been in your house maybe four times. Yeah. I think half the time that uh, you've been here, you've been no, here. No, I've
1: definitely woken up, waking up here more than I've woken up, woke up. There's a word for wakened? Called woke? (laughs) Wakened? I woke up Mm -hmm. at my mom's. Yeah, I woke up here more than I woke up at my mom's. It's been great, man. Um, so I did my part.
0: Yeah. Uh so for once. What what's been on your mind lately, man?
1: Automatic
0: toilet flushers. Oh, okay. Basically,
1: you know when you go to like the urinal or if you're a lady, you go I don't I'm not I always seem to misjudge. Lady lady urinals. If you go to the the regular toilets, not to say that urinals aren't regular. See, I'm just a bad guy. You know when you're a person. Shout out Billie Eilish. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. You know when you're a person and you go to the restroom? And then uh, sometimes in public restrooms they have like the sensors. Who's to say, and you cannot prove me wrong, Mm -hmm. there's not a person behind there, you know, using the sensor as a camera. And they're watching you as you go to the restroom. And then when you get up, they flush the toilet for you. And I don't know what, get paid
0: minimum wage? What do you think they deserve, Larry? (laughs) I say raise that salary for sure. Raise that salary like a farmer raises celery. So you think that automatic toilet flushers who may or may not be
1: AI might also possibly be humans deserve a raise? I think AIs deserve a raise, AI rights. I love that this became the argument, not if they exist, but if they deserve a raise. Because if there's anything Americans do more it's argue about shit they don't know anything about. No, but I really do. I, I honestly, I thought of this a while back. And what
0: do you think they deserve to, <laughs> deserve to be paid, Larry? Tell me. So we're arguing. You're the, it's the arguments My side. argument
1: is more that they, do they exist? Do you think there's some guy who watched you take
0: a shit in the public bathroom? I don't think that exists. I think that's a made up concept because people are not that small. Uh, Yes, there are. To fit inside of a. How dare you shame our little person community? I'm going to say that off the bat. That's like, you're talking about like secret world of fucking Nim, secret life of Nim, size. Life of pets? You're talking about. You're talking about the secret world of Arietti. There's a movie that's about small people like that size, proportionate. <laughs> whoa, whoa, to, whoa. And whoa. I'm not talking about little people. I'm not talking about... Whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm talking about like of like mythical <laughs> size. Like and Thumbelina? Yes. Like you're talking about Thumbelina people living inside of our toilet flushers. No, they're not in the toilet flusher. They're behind the wall. Oh, you're saying... And they're using a periscope. <laughs> I thought your argument was that there's literally someone in inside the sensor. of the sensor. That, no, oh, Larry.
1: Wa, womp wa. My sound effect. No, what I meant was like there's people behind the wall, and the periscope they use is the toilet plumbing, and or substitute
0: for the toilet plumbing. Who's to stop anyone from like setting up a camera in your toilet? In my toilet? Or in a public restroom. Or in a like, public
1: restroom, I can't stop everyone, though. You're right.
0: Because there, there's just there's really small cameras now. I mean, you just have to think about like the, the chances are that someone's watching you poop all the time every time you poop. Yeah, I've come to grips with that. Yeah, like you you've let people that you don't know in your house before, right? Yep. Dangerous. They could have set up a camera in your toilet, and they have a live feed. Of your well, it's always been time. people
1: that my friends knew. If I didn't know know them personally. So you're saying my friends' friends are perverts? They're fucking huh? freaks. Who wanna who wanna yes, see they're me? They're fucking freaks, bro. They're fetal freaks who wanna who wanna finish off of the fetish of me being filmed? Facetiously. Ooh. Alliteration. <laughs> do you <laughs> okay wait? I know this is all dumb, but do you really think somebody's ever filmed you going to the restroom, like taking a shit? no i don't think so but you never know so you you think i mean i know you never know but do you think that's ever happened to you in your life you've been filmed
0: taking a shit Mm, other than myself you filmed yourself no i just wanted to clarify (laughs) 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 my next question is have you filmed yourself no okay then yeah clarify because i don't get it it was a joke i don't know but remember that time you took a picture of eduardo yeah, but that was not his anus. That was like the top of his head. Whoa, man! <laughs> Whoa, man! You, no, that was funny. You put the thing over the thing over the door. That wasn't and and like I was laughing so hard and I and it it was censored. Like you couldn't see anything. It was chopped off. Do you have okay? Um, so we settled this debate on whether people are filming you poop or watching you pee or whatever, right? Oops. This is just gross. This is like, why are we always talking about like gross out topics? I feel like it always comes back to this. And we do not talk like this outside of the podcast. No, like, outside of the podcast, we're friends. But <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. We're, the, <laughs> we're also friends here. But no, I get you. It doesn't come up as often as it does when we're being recorded for some reason. Honestly, though, honestly, if I if this can be the end of the of the fucking segment. Yes. I thought of that on the way here because I had interacted with a public toilet that had a sensor. And I was like, man, you ever think people behind that thing watching you looking at my penis? And then the first person that I texted about
0: it was Larry. And then I also, that was, that was a couple of days ago. Yeah.
1: So it was fresh on my mind, man.
0: And I asked him if he had any topics for today. And right off the bat, he brought that up. And then he said, right off the back, we're going to talk about it. And it led me to, last time he also said, right off the back. And it led me to like a question of whether I've been saying this wrong or George has been saying it wrong. Because I'm pretty sure the expression is right off the bat. So, I'm going to start with saying I
1: partially agree with you. Because I've been saying it like this. And so, yeah, right off the bat. But I don't ever really do the T or the CK.
0: Okay, you had a hard CK last time. Maybe it was a CT. Say it with a CT. Right off the bat. Say it with a CT at the end of that.
1: I did say it with a C. Yeah. Right? The, the it's T's hard not, to tell. Yeah. So mm. basically, you're absolutely correct. I do not know if mm. it's uh
0: one way or the other. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Because I thought it was like from baseball? Baseball, yeah. So what do you know about baseball all of a sudden, Larry? I used to score baseball. Oh fuck. Fuck, you know a lot about baseball. It's the one game I know how to play.
1: Yo. Okay, fuck what you're just saying. Do y'all know that when Larry was working as a worker and employee at the fucking baseball games, I would go and help do his job, but I never got paid because I wasn't employed?
0: But I would be able to get into the games for free because your mom would let me in. There's a lot of shitty practices that were happening at that. Ballpark. Also, he was 14. I was 14 maybe? with a job. <laughs> I also didn't know how to score baseball, and they gave me the job of scoring baseball at one point. So he had to learn what a foul was. And I, well, I knew what a foul was. You I knew learn what, what a foul ball was. But like, I didn't get like, oh, it's an F9. Oh, it's a, you know, like, all the like numbers and shit. And then I also couldn't really tell, like, certain calls, I guess, were like hard for me to call. like. Um, I don't know. I can't remember baseball rules anymore, to be honest. So, like earlier, I used it against you, but I honestly don't remember. So there was definitely shit that like I would make the call, and then the umpire would make the call, and I would just cop. Like I'd change my answer like, to whatever the, he said. Yeah, was like oh no, that okay. That that was that was safe. It was really shit like that. Like I didn't have like that close of an eye on. I also was supposed to be wearing glasses at the time and didn't because oh I didn't like what they did God. stylistically for me glasses? at the time. Yeah. Later on, I Whoa. came around to it, but at the time, I had just gotten glasses, and I didn't want to wear them. So, it totally makes sense. And I just like being around Larry, so I would go. Well, this isn't... I'm talking about a little bit later on when I was actually scoring baseball and shit, but yes. Yeah. Was uh, the no, next I was never I in score. the booth, that's for sure. Yeah, but next Larry did go. have a
1: job uh, when they would like announce, like, oh, if you go to the Scorpion store or whatever the fuck it was the time. You would know, not me. But anyways, you could, like, raffle and they would let a 14-year-old boy be in charge of that because Larry was just
0: sitting behind the counter like, yeah, go ahead, spin the wheel for five bucks. I'm not going to lie. That was the easiest job in the world, and I definitely made some money that I didn't need to make. Like, I shouldn't have been there No, he was days. getting paid, like, minimum
1: wage. like a, they, I know child labor laws and all, but he was getting paid like a real-ass person. It was cool. I liked it. It was fun. It was um, a summer job, you know. You know when you're a boy and you have a summer job, yeah. Okay, my argument is that I worked with you, and I would even speak for you, and I would even hand out the prizes. Yeah, that's true. And I never once got paid, but I never even
0: really asked to get paid. I just liked being there. No, you lived nearby, and it, you'd get dropped off, and then you'd hang out. You you'd usually come to my house afterwards. Wait, so whatever. when was that? So that was when did after you work at this? eighth grade? Yeah, I started in eighth grade. So, so do you think that's why we became so close between eighth and ninth? No, we were oh, already well, you, fuck. super you close. You said eighth. My yeah. bad yeah I was thinking six, whoa, that would be insane to work at in sixth grade, but would it though? for you with scorpions? I mean, the city does give people jobs to like score uh sports games and shit like the local like the little leagues and shit. I just like being there man yeah um it was it was a blast honestly, okay, so I worked for like, I didn't know shit about baseball. They hired me They hired me because my mom used to sell tickets there. And then they were like, oh, do you know any kids who need summer jobs? So she hooked up me, my sister, and, and a couple of their neighborhood kids who needed or wanted to work with jobs. And the next year, I remember my sister, I think, got a real job, so she didn't want to go back. And so I was literally like the first hire after like the manager and shit. They reached out to me and was like, hey, we need help setting shit up. And so I'd be out there like, they're like, oh, can you clean off the jumpy house that we have for the kids? And it was uh, dusty as fuck. Yeah. We live in Arizona in a goddamn desert. And it was so fucking dusty. And I was like, I can't do this shit on my own. Also, it weighs like, un- like they wanted me to move it around. And it weighed like 300 pounds. Yeah, when it definitely. it was deflated. Deflated, it's the and, hardest. And I was like, even though I was fit at the time, I couldn't haul around a 300-pound thing all the way across the field over to where it needed to be set up. Yeah, and, hell no. I mean... I mean, the, the fact is, I, I mean, I guess I had a golf cart, like probably. no, don't give yourself excuses. but whatever. Man. And then they would like had me hang up the fucking banners for like the uh advertisement people, Bro. the people who sponsored. Bro. So th- I remember, like the next summer, when I was back and I was the first one there, I literally like called one of my friends like, "Hey, you want to come help out?" And like I think I did call you, George, but you were like not answering the phone or grounded or some shit. Is that for eighth grade? That was ninth grade, not between yeah, ninth and tenth. With, yeah, I was probably grounded. Yeah, so it was between ninth and tenth, and I was like, okay, well, George isn't answering, and I called uh, Austin. He wasn't answering, and so I called our friend Isaac, and he answered, and he. Oh
1: yeah, he worked at the Scorpions, so he
0: came over to help me. Like I just called my friend because I was like, man, they really fucked me. Like they didn't give me any help, and I was like trying to do all this shit. Like I was just like a go getter, like a a fucking task guy, and. I called my friend Isaac and he was just like, yeah, I'll come help. Like, come hang out, help you, whatever. And he shows up and he's, like, helping me. And then the the manager, Jimmy, like, walks up. He's like, who's this? And I was just like, oh, this is my buddy. Like, all that stuff, like, I needed, like, with, like two-man jobs and I couldn't do it on my own. So, I I called my buddy up. Like, I'm going to give him a few bucks to help me out. And he's like, oh, well, do you want a job? And just hired, like, <laughs> Isaac, like, that. So he's messed like- <laughs> up because I'd been there the entire first
1: season. Doing everything. And I remember you calling me and I'm not answering. And I remember you saying, Oh yeah, Isaac is working at Scorpius now. And I was like, What the fuck? I've been I've been doing all this shit the entire time and he gets hired, but I didn't know that was the circumstances. That's funny as hell. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's
0: how he got the job there. And then that's we, hilarious. we had a fucking terrific summer. We were uh, oh, yeah, at the did. time, uh former major league pitcher, I believe he was a pitcher, Mike. Mike Marshall. He was there um oh, as like a go no? as the team. No, that was the next year or the oh. year maybe. You worked two there for years, a so. while, no? I did like four summers and three winters or something like that. So like seasons, man. Yeah, it would it would be different seasons. And uh Hey, you remember that guy who would like drop a thousand dollars from his plane? Yeah. Uh, that's uh he still he does he would do classes. Um I can't remember his name. I see him Jim, yeah. Yeah. You said
1: Jim a minute ago for your boss.
0: He, that's Jimmy. There was two gyms. One, th- the other guy was just a sponsor. Uh, the airplane I could guy. say his full name, but I don't want to advertise his business. Yeah, and no, fuck that guy. He didn't pay us. He did, actually. Mostly, literally, I just said. <laughs> he dropped money from an airplane, and I would grab no, that No, but money. also,
1: he would tell you, if you ever grab a foul ball, yep. I'll give you $10. bucks. he would also like, purchase the foul balls. And, and you was, know like, what I would do? When Larry was working and they were like, foul ball, I would run from the fucking stand. Yep. And I even hopped a fence one time. Yep. And I found the foul balls and I would give them to Larry and Larry would get the $10 and I wouldn't get any of it. But if I think about it. You probably bought me like a soda or two. Oh, 100%. It was
0: never like a thing. Like no, I, ne- money
1: with me and you've never been a thing. That's it's so funny, <laughs> huh?
0: Yeah, I don't know why that is, but like... Imagine we it, just live together now feud, and on or, rant,
1: you're just like, I got you.
0: Yeah, well, it goes for a few... I wouldn't do that, first of all. Whoa, Fuck what? You. If I needed it? I mean... Larry. It depends on your circumstance. Like, if you got fired and were dead-ass broke, I obviously wouldn't really have a choice. But Oh, wow. But like, if you were like making dumbass decisions... What if... There am I. Okay. I'm just saying, what if both of the thing? Because that sounds like my life. I'm usually like check to check anyway, so I don't really have. No, I would. Yeah, no, no, we're we're good.
1: We're good. In this, well, what I'm saying is basically because as children, are we having this like? No, I'm fine. I'm not asking for money on our podcast, Larry. Are you okay? See me after podcast. No, (laughs) no, I'm not okay. No, what I'm saying is basically back in the day, if any of us had money, me or him, and we went to like the liquor store for some reason as kids. We get snacks. We don't have bodegas in Arizona. We just call them liquor stores. Yeah. And so I would be like, "Hey man, I can't afford this soda, like sixty nine cent soda." And he'd be like, "I got you, thirst buster." And then, it, and then it became a thing, saying, "Oh, I got you. Hey, you gotch me? Like, I got Gotched you." And that's you. what's so funny about the whole thing. Like, "Hey, you gotch me on rent, <laughs> bitch? No, I don't <laughs> got you." Just a like grown ass man.
0: Like, hey, you we're gotch- grown
1: men. Don't ever gotch say me? gotch again, bro. Actually. <laughs> You better got yourself a job, bro. <laughs> Did you got yourself a job? Oh, no, because I think because when we go out when we're here, and I'm like, oh, I got you, like on a round, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and it usually goes like round for round or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I would love just the idea of you gotching me, like it's not even about giving me money, it's about gotching me. <laughs> you got <laughs> me say on, you got gotch- me on the car payment this month, or me, bro? I
0: got you, like, oh man. Yeah, those are good times. Um so yeah, Larry had money. I <laughs> had money as a youngster. I just had a ride into town. It actually bought we well, you're not I was going to say I bought the microphone you're using, but no. We almost used my old mm. mic that I bought with like my first big purchase. Yeah, it was like I was
1: working there. 2 or 3. How much? Like, yeah, who cares.
0: But yeah, you got like a full
1: $600 paycheck and you're like, "Whoa."
0: Yeah, and I just remember like at the end of the year being like I went and saw Snoop Dogg, went to Long Beach for the first time. Uh, with Andy and then uh, we yeah. got the microphone after that like, yeah I came home and I think all I had left was like the 250 or whatever I needed and I was like that's exactly enough for the mic so I just went into the school year broke I did buy like new clothes and I had like oops, fun-ass experiences and then like the very last thing I did was buy a microphone and be like hey now we can wrap into our computer and that's all we need right and then I went and I looked up what I needed <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is an interface <laughs> and yeah we were fucked we we're like we need phantom power What the fuck is that well luckily like right then it was like I think a boom for like a uh, home recording studios so I still have it it's a mobile pre like a m audio and it does wonders and it held us down for a long time although I never really was like the best at knowing how to do that kind of shit but yeah we like I, I got it and I feel like all it
1: was for us was, is the beat loud and can you hear our vocals? We'll call it big. We yeah. didn't even know what mixing really was at the time. No, not at all. It was more like get it recorded and then fucking, if you're good enough, if people hear it in the in the mixes or whatever, then we'll take care of it later.
0: I remember people telling us, and it, it sounds so shitty now, some of our old shit, but... Um, I remember people telling us like, "Oh, it sounds like something that I could play on the radio," and I was just like, "Yeah, I know. Like, it sounds yeah. so good." And I listen. Oh, to it you now. mean loud? I'm just like, I don't hear, I don't hear this, and I only hear this, and it's just like, oh, it's no, so yeah, bad. we
1: fucking suck. If you could hear our our lyrics at all, we were like, that's mixed.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you could hear our b- lyrics and the beat. Fuck, we we were on nailed something. it.
1: We we're on to something.
0: But um, yeah, it wasn't until later I got another job. What with, was after Scorpions. Um, it was a local restaurant oh. that's no longer around, and my brother was a um, chef there, the head chef. And somebody bailed out, their busboy bailed out, and I was like, "Oh well, like money." <laughs> I think I had already. Yeah, Larry was them. also 15 at the time. I was 15 this time, and uh, I had helped them like on some side hustle, like under the table, pay for like um like catering shit. Catering, yeah. So that was like a few bucks here and there. Like that's what held me down between like the baseball. Thing. And they would help me out. I'd do that here and there. So the bot, like the owner, knew me. And then she was like, "Hey." Um, so when my brother hit me up, like, "Hey, they're they're hiring a busboy," it was real easy to like holler at her and be like, "Hey, I'm free. I can do it at these. Like these are the times I'm out of school. So I'll be here like right after school." And yeah, and it worked for about a week and a half, I think. And then I was, I got a uh, 86 from that job. Not really 86. I didn't kicked out. But yeah, I got um, fired pretty quick because uh, they found somebody else with Wait more experience. So you got fired because somebody else was better than you? Yeah, pretty much. And I honestly, I it was when I realized that I paid no attention whenever I would go to a restaurant. Like I didn't go to restaurants <laughs> very much anyway, but I really had no clue how restaurants worked. And I think about that now with like with my daughter, like she sees how bus, what busters are, what servers do, what like all these different things i'm like i never paid attention i was always just like order food and then you sit there and then you eat like i didn't realize there was i didn't even realize there was a difference from a server busser and like a uh, hostess like
1: oh shit okay i, I, get I didn't you. get it yo you know what's crazy so i had this like preconceived notion of what like being successful was when i was like 18 cuz i started selling cars and then when i was selling cars i would make you know, more money than I, I needed to be making at the time for a fucking 18-year-old. What was the craziest part was I was like, what the fuck? Like, like I, I knew how much I was making versus how much like a lot of my family was making at the time. And I was like, why don't they just do this? It's so fucking easy. Like, blah, 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 whatever. And then I moved to LA. And I didn't have the same, like, luck, I guess. Or I couldn't call it luck. But maybe talent or skills to sell cars as they did in LA. It ended up being more profitable for me to work at a restaurant than it was for me selling cars, which sounds crazy. But I ended up like working as a fucking waiter at this restaurant and making tips and making hourly and being like, what the fuck?
0: Why doesn't everybody do this? I just, I, I didn't have very much success in that realm of like being at a restaurant, but I kind of got to know a little bit about how restaurants work. And I mean, it's stupid. I got hired for a baseball team team and scored baseball when I didn't know shit about baseball. And I got hired at a restaurant when I didn't know shit about restaurants. So it was like an, it was an experience, you know, I remember being so pissed. Like I wanted to throw my check like at back at them. Like, fuck, I don't need this money. But then like, it was the exact amount that I needed for the, uh, for the, um, internal or for the interface. Oh shit. And I was like, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so, I do. I do. Need I do man. actually want this. um, you also don't throw two hundred dollars away for a statement. I just thought it, I think it was like young rebellious punk shit that I was trying to do. Yeah, it feels right. <laughs> it was great. It was it was a good time. There was
1: that time when I tried to quit my job, and you were like, I didn't even try to quit. I just stopped showing up. And then Larry was like, Why the fuck didn't you cuss them out? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you're he, absolutely right. You gotta go out like a G, bro. He's like, How could you just not show up? And that's when I was introduced to job abandonment. <laughs> yeah, I can I can go on for hours about this topic, man. But I basically abandoned every job I've ever had except for Universal Studios. They fired me, and I was pissed. It wasn't even my fault. I don't got That's that.
0: why you don't watch any Universal movies anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't watch Despicable Me. I will not watch Minions. Minions, because this is a direct sequel from Despicable Me. Any pretty much
0: know. anything in that universe of Despicable Me or me. If Gru's
1: in that shit, I don't want to see it. Gru, you,
0: bro, grew
1: you. Honestly, man, that's not even, not even funny.
0: I'm not even gonna say Gru anymore when I need to say something grew. I'm gonna say grod.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we just growed a new tree. Yeah, that tree Gro'd up. Gro'd up. It it. I'm not even gonna say Gru. Grew. Gro'dy. When I have to mention a, a gathering of people, a gathering of people, a big old a group, a grop, I must say maybe a grow grow up a grope. Oh no, that doesn't work. No, a grope.
0: Speaking of grope,
1: yeah, what
0: you asked about big the other day, the movie big, the movie big, on yeah. Instagram, and I thought it was a m- mighty a mighty uh interesting topic.
1: What I said about it,
0: like I've well, you you, you thought questioned. about it after you I questioned. after I questioned you thought about yeah, which is is the 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 love making. It's not a love making scene. It's a uh, off. It's oh shit. What is it? It's a in, innuendo for sex. It's not really an innuendo though. It's pretty straightforward.
1: It, yeah, it was like the PG thirteen version. It was oh, off screen. Okay, it was base, off screen. It was definitely off screen but it was insinuated and he it insinuated beforehand and it insinuated after that's that what they makes were me making, believe that they were having sex. That's what makes me believe that it happened because they doubled down on it. Like you can insinuate before and then nothing happened after.
0: And then it's, it's who's to say. So is that scene. Okay. Obviously things in Hollywood are more PC, I guess, but also socially like correct. We don't exactly like put that into PG movies because it's a PG movie, right? Yeah. As far and, as I know. And there's a an insinuated sex scene in it. It's just kind of
1: Between like, a boy who is twelve, who grows up to be thirty-one. Who wakes in a 31-year-old body, body. I think it just went 30 20 years.
0: Yeah. Or whatever. So he's like 32 years old. But the mind of a 12 year old and just putting them uh, in a sexual situa- situation just feels so so wrong so and, wrong so wrong and i've never seen big but george posted the the video well, the scene the scene yeah he he referenced the scene and he was like hey is that bad or is it okay and my answer was well if it's rated r it's stupid if it's pg13 it's a bad take it's kind of funny but if it was a pg movie it's pretty bad like that shouldn't be in a pg movie at all yeah
1: well okay well we can get into this do you feel like ratings of movies gotten more strict or less strict over the years because the- i remember a lot of like early on like they wouldn't even call it really pg-13 movies but they weren't rated r yeah man
0: P- pg-13 was added later on because uh i mean maybe big is is part of oh. uh the pre PG 13 rating because back to the future, they say like hell and damn and shit. Yeah. it's PG 13 though,
1: but I don't think it was rated PG 13. Oh really? It was rated. just like a PG movie. Maybe.
0: I don't know. I know a lot about back to the future that I do not know. Back to the future. Um, I've never seen it, despite it being George's really favorite movie. I really fucking
1: cannot believe that, bro. I tried to You've see my watch collection of times, bullshit that
0: I have devoted to Back to the Future.
1: How could you not? They're all on fucking Netflix, bro. I, like, they're on
0: Netflix. I own them on DVD, a box set. I would. also own the first and third one on VHS. Oh my god! But I've I've never sat down to watch them, and I mean, I get it. I know the story because you know what? I'm gonna tell the, you
1: this right now. I'm gonna break your heart. Uh, I've never seen Donnie
0: Darko. Oh, shit. And that's wow. arguably
1: your favorite movie.
0: Wow. Is there any other movies like that in your catalog that is like, when you tell people, like, I've never seen it, they want to fight you over it? I've never seen seven. Uh, have you seen the first six? And that's about it. I've seen Saw. <laughs> I've seen you, Saw. Okay, I just want to point out, George did not laugh at that, but once it registered in his head, he, like, made a face, like,
1: Okay, get your credit where it's due. That was funny.
0: <laughs> he 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 would he would have laughed if he would have got it, but he didn't get it
1: <laughs> at the time.
0: It, it took him a minute, and then he tried to keep his composure.
1: Um. So basically, the movie Seven and Back to the Future. Oh, you know what I can think of? I can think of when
0: you've seen Back to the Future.
1: No, fuck. What did I? Damn. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. My favorite movie versus you. Versus me? <laughs> that's <laughs> who that's wins the future in a fight.
0: versus Larry. <laughs> who wins in a fight? Uh, v- VHS wins copy
1: or ETTF wins every time. Um, yeah, Seven and Diane Darko. And um what's like a unanimous favorite? You know what I liked a lot? That Jurassic was a,
0: Park. Have you seen Jurassic yes, Park? Yes, I've seen okay. every
1: Jurassic Park. There's no demand.
0: I've seen those movies, and but some of true. those some of those I haven't seen in such a long time. I don't really recall certain. Like, people make parts. Like unless it's like the big scene, scene and be yeah. like. Yeah, unless it's, it's like know, the main, that. some of the main scenes, like obviously like when they first see the park and like that's obvious. Or. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what if you didn't see them? Wait, you just said you didn't see them or you
1: did? I, I've you seen asked them. Me. You asked I, me. It's been okay, so long. What if you didn't see them and you're just like, wait, you've never seen Jurassic Park? Well, what about that big scene where they see the dinosaur? <laughs> like I that's the only be. scene you knew because <laughs> because you never really watched it. No, because I remember. You know the, when they see the
0: dinosaurs, there's right? The, there's the one where the cup is moving, which they use practical uh-huh. effects on. They uh they had a guitar string underneath the cup. Did you know that's how they did that? Nope. <laughs> you should you should know that. Why? I've you worked at I've Universal. <laughs>
1: I wasn't on the fucking tour, bro. I served beer at Moe's. What do you mean? I also served beer at
0: Hogwarts. Because you got to go for free. You never watched the the uh, yeah. special effects show? No, no. The special effects show. of yeah. that? Yeah, no. They talk about practical and special effects.
1: Yeah, I've seen special effects. If that's what you're referencing, then yeah. But I didn't give a fuck about seeing it because I worked there like you just said. Bro, they got rid they of fucking backdraft, man, for that shit. For special effects, Backdraft was the special effects show. I don't know what Backdraft is. I
0: I didn't With the go fucking to, like, firefighter movie. I didn't go to like uh theme parks most of my life. So did you it see Doc until, like, Brown's chicken?
1: Speaking of Back to the Future, did you see Doc Brown's chicken on yeah. Back to the
0: Future ride? Yeah,
1: I was. Yeah, they definitely had Backdraft back then, but it was like a fire show, and like I see how that could like turn parents off.
0: <laughs> like all the, I don't want them to be turned off. Larry, all you gotta do is bring them to my booth. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you definitely want your parents to be turned on at, at Universal Studio, not with. And fire will turn them off, so stay away from uh, any rides with fire. I met, I met Janae Aiko. G True Hollywood Stories. At G True Hollywood Stories. I also okay. Well, let's just cover a few things about working at Universal Studios. Uh, for your G True Hollywood Story today. I should cover some shit. Yeah, so you met Janae Aiko there? Yeah. Uh, or, or was that just a brand new thought? It was there, right? <laughs> what was there? Janae, like the meeting. It happened there. Okay, that's what I was checking. Okay.
1: Um, What is it to meet somebody, <laughs> really, if you think about it? Webster's defines meeting. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. Um. So, you know when you go to, like, a party, right, and you meet somebody and you ask, like, let's say, like, you're a boy and you meet a girl or vice versa or whatever. You asked out Janae Aiko, this Aiko. And so to. you ask, you, you meet somebody for the first time, and you ask, you know, what's your name? And they tell them, they tell you their name, right? So this is what happened to me. I was a bartender <laughs> at Universal Studios, and I was working at Moe's. Uh, I was working in the beer garden. So Jhene Aiko walks up. And I look, and I obviously know it's her. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm about to take her or whatever. Who cares? Not a big deal. <laughs> so she walks up to me, and she's speaking to me, and her voice, the one that you hear once in a while on songs, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. But whatever. I didn't want to act crazy. It wasn't even that big a deal, honestly. <laughs> Every story you ask from somebody who lives in L.A., it wasn't a big deal, I swear. So there was no interaction between you guys? Um, Not really, no. Just ordering? She. Uh, said, let me get a blue moon, and let me get another blue moon for my mom. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to need to see two IDs. So to get back to what Larry said, basically, you have to ask everybody for their ID. It doesn't matter how old they are. Like, they could be really fucking old, and you can be like, yeah, I still need your ID. And yeah. that was just our policy. Okay. But she said, oh, my God, Mom, look. He's asking for your ID. And I was like, yeah, you know, everybody who looks under a certain age needs to get ID'd. And they laugh. And Ooh. then they, they took their order.
0: And that was the time I met Jenae Aiko. What about the time Justin Bieber was there?
1: Yeah, same story. What if I just ended it like that? Same story. <laughs> no worries. Uh, no. Bieber was there and my boss walked in. And he was like, hey, Justin Bieber's coming in. And then some girl screamed. And he was like, yeah, none of that you are not allowed to be here. So he moved her to a separate section. Fuck yeah. And, uh, and then he was like, who's not going to freak out? Like kind of joking. And then there was me. And then there was a really, really old guy. Like he had white hair. His name was Steve. God damn it. I seen him the other day. Anyways, really? Yeah. That doesn't, who cares? Oh. So uh me and Steve and Steve was like, who's coming? And I was like, Justin R.I.B. Bieber's coming. Wow. <laughs> he might be dead, bro.
0: You saw him a couple days ago? Yeah, at his funeral.
1: <laughs> no, but basically, and then... So basically,
0: and then... So basically, He was like, who? So and basically, I was like, and then... As Justin Bieber,
1: and then I was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. And he came in, and he ordered some shit, and we watched him
0: with his shit, and that was it. So you're confirming right now on this podcast that Justin Bieber drinks shit. It's not for me to say. I believe
1: the fifth. I cannot tell you. I cannot. I can neither confirm nor deny that information.
0: But. Saw what I saw, man. Saw what I saw. (laughs) He ordered shit. Can I get (laughs) the. My impression sounds like Justin Bieber. (laughs) Whoa. Suddenly I'm (laughs) in 2017. That's his real voice.
1: No, I worked on 2015. My bad.
0: Yeah, can I get the... Uh, this is my
1: Justin Bieber impression. First of all, Justin Bieber did not order.
0: Yeah, can I get the... Yeah, uh, can I get the...
1: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even order. He didn't have to say anything. They just said, have 13 of whatever you guys make out now. What? And it was... Uh, Butterbeer. <laughs> they told you to make out now? <laughs> have 13 of whatever... <laughs> You, points to me and so-and-so, Steve, make out Steve. now. <laughs> me and Steve, the old man with
0: the white hair, made out. <laughs> and Justin Bieber's like, yeah, yeah, I like that. And then <laughs> yeah, took a drink like of shit. shit. <laughs> Full circle.
1: That pissed me off that that worked so much. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that.
1: And then one time I saw Justin Bieber at Bootsy Bellows. And then one time, oh,
0: I went to the Staples Center. He was you guys performing. do hang around a lot of the same crowd, right?
1: Me and Justin Bieber? So glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, The Biebs?
0: Yeah. I see him around.
1: No, but. Drinking shit, you know. I have a lot of, like, friends. End statement. <laughs> That's it. No, I got a lot of friends who hang out with people and like I know I hang out with people and I know my people hang out with people. So it's always funny to like kind of close those circles. Mhm. So I got a homie who hangs out with a homie who hangs out with like Chris Brown. Okay. But I guess this guy will be like, "Hey, me and the homie Chris were playing basketball the other day." Oh, Chris Brown. Like shit, like that, like stupid. Just name dropping, nasty, super nasty. And then my connection with Chris Brown is that I lived in this apartment building where he would come to see some girl, and that's literally how they tried to sell me the apartment. Or well, no, I wasn't buying it, but like they were like, they "Yo, rent it to you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a super unnecessary <laughs>
0: correction. Yeah, yeah we yeah. know what you mean. <clears throat>
1: so yeah, he was like. The guy was like showing us the tour and he was like, yeah, sometimes Chris Brown's here with his Lamborghini and he wakes people up. And I was like, you want me to be woken up in my sleep by Chris Brown's Lamborghini? Like I'm supposed to pay for this?
0: Just like your alarm clock could be Chris, Chris Brown. Brown's car. As he leaves in the morning. That sounds like some flash. Imagine if you were that rich, you hired <laughs> oh, Chris shit. Brown to drive a car very loudly to wake you up.
1: Can I also name drop another situation
0: that I... I've held on to recently. Okay, only because you've held on to it recently. Basically, so it's this. Basically, so as if I was saying.
1: One time, Super Duper Kyle said what's up to me at a party, and I was like, oh, that's tight. And then he became Super Duper Kyle, and I was like, oh, shit.
0: He put on a cape or? Yeah.
1: No, but one time I went to this party, and Kyle was at the party. He was just walking through a crowd of people and he like said, What's up? And like he said, What's up to me? And I was like, Oh, maybe he thinks I'm somebody else. I don't know. But then like I shook his hand and I was like, What's good?
0: And that was it. Dude, I would have just milked that. Like, All right, where are we going?
1: No, we then, were at the
0: same party. Like, uh, we were,
1: we just got to the, he had just gotten to the party I that I was probably, already at.
0: I, I would have probably said that, though. <laughs> <laughs> he just dabs you, Hey, what's up? All right, where are we going? Right, we'll Bitch, I just got going? here, bro. Fuck. <laughs> we're here. What are you talking about? Yeah, You're yeah. already here. What but, do you mean? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make that move.
1: So then I was at another club one time, and then I walked into the bathroom, and he walked into the bathroom. And I'm not big on saying what's up to people in the bathroom, so I waited. I walked back outside or whatever. And then some people said what's up to him in the bathroom. And as he comes out, it's kind of the same time I was coming and out. And there was
0: a tiny little person behind the... He,
1: <laughs> he looked at me and was like, man, people say what's up to me no matter what. Like, like I, if I'm in the bathroom type shit. I was like, that's crazy. And then, like, he dabbed me up. And then he walked away. So I was like, does he remember that it's me? Or does it, like, I don't, I don't fucking know. He Not that he would ever know me ever in the first place, but it was the second time and it was very close to each other. Maybe he just year.
0: look like someone he's met before and he just thinks that you're the same person and he keeps thinking that same thing because if you're the same person... But what if I am? Every time, then he's just going to be like, oh, is this homeboy? Okay, I'm going to say what's up regardless. W- w- imagine well, if it was someone super close to him. That'd be even better because like, he didn't even realize. <laughs> really realize? Yeah. He just thinks that I'm that guy? And like they're always having fights about like, Oh, man. I saw remember you here that time at when club. the club. Like, remember that time at the club? And he's like, I, didn't, I wasn't there. Or like, remember the time when the bathroom when people said, what's up to me? That was the first time people bugged me in the bathroom. I usually just go show my dick to the person behind the wall, and then I just get out of there. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, no, I don't remember that.
1: He's like, man, you were there for both those exact situations that I'm recalling <laughs> so vividly right now. And he's like, nah, man, that's George. And he was like, I don't know who George is, man. <laughs> You fucking with me? I'm super duper Kyle. And uh, he yeah. put on his cape and flew away. And then, um, my last to close the circle with him is that uh, I also saw him one time. Three sides to every circle. I uh, I saw him one time at the club, and Justin Bieber was there. And then also when Maya asked me, "Hey, do you know any girl DJs?" I was like, Jada Boos a girl DJ. And then they were supposed to link up, but then like scheduling conflicts or some shit. That's that's mad interesting. And then I got the job to DJ for Maya B. Circle closed.
0: Circle absolutely closed. So Kyle, Unless thank you, Unless one day you get to DJ for Kyle. Whoa. Or and Justin Bieber. Or and. Work with both of you them. You know as people say that. Or and. That'd be crazy, man.
1: Imagine I close a circle like that. I could close the circle also by saying that like Christians and Trey's cousins like went to school with him. In Oxnard. That's not my circle to close, I guess.
0: Yeah. That's a that's like a that's a points of or was it steps of association? Yeah, yeah, that was Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Six the six, what do they call it? Six steps of Steps? Six It's a different word. Six points of Kevin Bacon. Six The internet knows. They'll comment. They'll say. Is there anything you miss about living in a small town? Yeah, no. Because
1: now, because where I live, it almost kind of feels like you're living in a small town because I live in the valley. Like, let's say I wanted to go to, like, a friend's house who lives. Like, I'm in Sherman Oaks. Let's say it's fucking Canoga Park. And I'm just like, yo. Or Reseda. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, I'm trying to come over. It takes me, like, 10, 15 minutes. Okay. And then it's manageable. Super manageable. You can take the fucking surface streets. Who cares? Also, it doesn't feel like a big city. It kind of feels more like its own thing. And like if somebody grows up in any one of those little towns, like you know everything around it. So to me, it feels like, hey, man, I'm in, I'm in town and you're in the foothills.
0: Come through like that shit. And so, I was just thinking like the opposite of what you have with like seeing celebrities and like, oh, closing the circle. Like living in a small town is kind of like <laughs> that in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll see somebody like at multiple places before you realize that, like, who they are. Like, or you know who they are. Or you're like, yeah, I don't really know that guy, but he goes to the same coffee place as me and also always shows up at this bar that I'm always at. And I would have said, yeah, I don't really know that guy, but when I was
1: in school, he snitched on me and we kind of had the same friend group. Me?
0: Is that what I'm talking about, Larry? Okay. That's. For a future episode, remember we talked about that on... Wait, no. We didn't even talk about that on the show. We were talking about that earlier in life. <laughs> Today, yeah. I thought we were talking about that on the show, but I was like, no, wait. We were talking about that in the car ride. Wow, that was a great... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically... What's real anymore?
1: Long story short, because we could probably get into this. The, pod, the podcast. Is it life? I always say long story short. Is life even the podcast? Even though podcast is kind of <laughs> a long, long story long. long. But not really. But not oh, really. I thought we were going to oh. hit the save. Because we said long story long at the same time. This is how like, we met. That's, we like, that's like a big,
0: a... big thing to say, man. We should save that for the season ender. Yeah. We, we definitely should have talked about that on episode one, probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll start. From we referenced that. it, but we never really got down to the nitty gritty. For some reason, I don't feel like doing that. Or the itty
1: bitty titty committee. We never got down to the nitty gritty about the itty bitty titty committee. And New so, should we? You know what? I'm gonna say this right now. I don't care how big your
0: titties are. You got a big heart. Your titties are nice to me. Love is love. Are there any? I mean, not that you should base love off physical attraction. <laughs> okay. Well, that's important too. I don't like to discount that. It can be both, right? Um, I'm trying to. I'm tr- <laughs> just trying to stay PC as fuck, bro. Yeah, I get you. I get you.
1: No, as long as you say. All right, what? say what you have to say, and then I'll try to PC you. No, I'm gonna just
0: fuck everything that you can't, can't just segue. fuck everything larry that's you're not <laughs> entitled to fucking everything you i'm trying to segue away from making it sound sexist but are there any deal breakers for you or as I mean, far as physical attraction is no 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 not just physical attraction but girls but like what, i should say what are I, the biggest because everyone has deal breakers what are the biggest deal breakers for you in so a it relationship? doesn't have to be physical no it doesn't a big deal breaker for me Small t. <laughs> <Go backtrack laughs> no, on that's, you
1: that's not a deal breaker okay, at all. What were you going to say? Go ahead. But basically, um, deal breaker, deal breaker, deal breaker. There's a lot about me that I would consider to be a deal breaker for a girl. Okay. About yourself. About myself. That I think my, you know, future whoever is like, ah, oh, can't do that. That's that's a deal breaker. But um, as far as I go... I would love for it's not fuck man deal breaker. That's like a commitment. That's a commitment to say.
0: That's a commitment. That's to,
1: going in on an opinion, and you're not being able to return from.
0: I'll give you one. Okay, there's please, one that I thanks. didn't realize, but religion for me is like a big thing. Like I know some people are like super religious, and I just I could never take. You could be religious probably, but. But like not like sh- not like chauvinistically? That's definitely not the word. But not What's like the word, not overly dedicated to religion or like a church. Like it's just not my scene at all. And I'm I'm with an atheist or well, she's has kind of bounced around. I think on that idea, but atheism basically or agnostic, and that's kind of where I'm at anyway. So I mean, it worked out perfectly. But I didn't really think too much about religion early on. And I realize now, like, I was always just like, oh, I'm a Catholic because I was raised Catholic, but yeah, I don't really practice at all, not even the, in the slightest. So then I realized, and then also I started getting into other, like, like Eastern philosophy a little bit, was reading up on that. You know, I was going through a phase in, in like, high school trying to figure out who I am. What's so f- <laughs> yeah, what's so funny is that um, my dad is, like, Rastafarian,
1: mm. Not like he is. And yeah. then my mom was raised christian for the most part i think maybe even catholic i don't know you gotta ask her and so they never really pushed any religion onto me and so i had like kind of freedom to say either or and uh when our social studies teacher was like i said like something something jesus christ man and he was like you can just take the lord's name in vain i was like yeah i'm a rastafarian (laughs) and then he was like oh you think it's funny to joke about being some other religion I should call your dad. And I was like, oh, I fucking dare you, bro. I dare you. Did it happen? He did. And? And then he ended up calling my dad saying, hey. Well, not hey. Hey. <laughs> but he said, bruh. He said, he said, George thinks it's funny to joke about being a Rastafarian. And he's joking about being this stuff when he's not. And what do you have to say about it? And my dad was like, well, we're Rastafarian, so I don't know what to tell you and then as revenge for that phone call to my dad I threw his dice on the roof the that the teacher quintuplets uh, the, remember the fucking six sided dice I yeah. don't know how to say six sided the six sided die <laughs> a six
0: sided die that he a, had one six sided die is a regular die at
1: the time and we would play games on Fridays and then I threw it on the roof and he was like Somebody stole my die, so we're not playing games until I get it back. And I was like, good luck getting it back, bitch. And I didn't give a fuck if we played games
0: or not. I definitely don't think it was six-sided because that's a regular die. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was like a 10-sided maybe.
1: It was for a game where you can pick up to like 12 numbers.
0: So So maybe it was a 12-sided die. (laughs) Oh. This rare six-sided <laughs> die. With twelve different numbers on it.
1: And every number there was a bend in the die a little bit. Bro, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm literally fucking stupid.
0: So anyway. The edibles <laughs> hit. The edibles <laughs> hit.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: oh man. To, dude, I swear to God, the edible hit. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> deal breakers oh yeah if the girl got bad teeth it's a deal breaker for me if
1: the girl can't count how many sides are on die no my only one and true deal breaker is you gotta be my exact style of comedy Mm, yeah or else it's not a not a go man i'm cynical i was actually talking to this girl recently who like wasn't on the same wave as comedy Oh no 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 no! She's okay. me and her don't have a
0: thing, but okay. she definitely sucks. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I think she might listen to this podcast. That's so funny. You know what? It's okay because I'm just gonna take some of this stuff out or edit it. I want to put the little drum break like I did last time. <laughs> but I'm just,
1: yeah, you basically have the same comedy as me because I was talking to a girl for a little bit a while back, and I would I made a joke. I specifically remember making a joke that was you know colorful and she was like what and i was like uh oh shit this is bad and then i remember saying the same joke to you and mario and it was all good so i was like what the fuck is her problem wow that sounds crazy <laughs> without the actual joke in mind or without people who agree with you that sounds crazy it's okay we'll take into account your state of mind right now we'll take into account that mario and larry laughed at it and then i thought it was funny to repeat
0: again you definitely should not use us as the bar cuz we we I didn't
1: used. say anything fucking racist or or sexist. It was just a it was fucked up though.
0: It was some kind of dark or like But I don't joke about the other stuff. Right. No, I mean nobody gets offended, honestly. You can make fun of dead <laughs> nobody people. Nobody
1: gets offended, honestly.
0: You can make fun of dead people and nobody gets offended. As long as there's like nobody at the other end getting offended, that's where I kind of draw like my comedy line. So it's only dead Actually, people. Actually... Yeah. You're,
1: you're saying is that only dead people don't take comedy offensive because everybody else might. That's most of my jokes. Dead
0: that's most jokes? of my five
1: minutes. That's your type five?
0: Yeah, that's my type five. Is all about <laughs> dead people. John Lennon. Imagine you think, if he lived. You, you think, <laughs> fuck that guy. You think you ever read Catcher in the Rye? Whoa. That's deep. Uh, anyways... <laughs> yeah no i i get you though but also i I suffer from the like over joking so my girlfriend i think definitely appreciated my that's all i'm saying man my humor until uh oh until until it was all the time and then it was kind of like too much and like now it's like also like kind of a joke but like stuff that she probably would laugh at early on like i think now she just expects it from me and she just looks at me like you're you're incorrigible or whatever the word is. Like she just, uh, like I should have known you're gonna say that. Or oh yeah yeah yeah, it's kind you, of a little. bit One of her favorite things is, do you ever stop? And I'm like, no, I don't, because my mind just it's blurts it's out the non-stop. first thing.
1: That's for sure. Yeah,
0: it just connects to the first thing that it wants to connect to, and then I blurt it out like word vomit, and and I love that about you because yeah. you're so quick with it.
1: That's the thing, man. Is like, it's some shit that I laugh at because I would say, but you said it so much faster that I'm just like, damn, I got to applaud you. It's kind of weird because I think That's also why you're
0: like a better freestyler than me. I don't know because I I actually think that of you too, that you're pretty quick with like your responses sometimes that are like. Once in a while, but like you're more
1: likely to go longer in a freestyle and be better. You know what I mean? Like I can go long, but it's not going to be good. Whereas you can go long. and It's good. But maybe if you measured like the first like, you know, couple bars of both of us, it's Mm -hmm. like, damn, they both equally said some witty shit. Okay. But then you'll come up with more witty shit than I can, I think. Or not even just witty, just like clever. Yeah. I've always thought of you as the most clever rapper I know, for sure. Whereas I've always thought Benser had like the best flow and like fucking stylistically. And he's like where I always thought that I had like the
0: most like charisma as far as rapping goes and
1: delivery, maybe.
0: I was gonna just start naming off good traits about ben C, but then be like, "But well, you're clever." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. But, um. Yeah. No, but I think you've yeah. always
1: been like the 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 quickest and the and the wittiest and the like,
0: most clever. I always said in like our group, like the three of us, like Bensy's the soul. You're the what do I call you?
1: I don't know. Charisma. Charisma.
0: Oh, that's wow. That's uh. I'm standing by quite it. Quite confident of you. I don't care. Um, I'm standing by it. No, I would say like Benser's the soul, you're maybe the heart and I'm the brain. Benser's the soul, you're the heart, I'm the brain.
1: The three things necess- necessary for life? Yes. The ones that can't live without each other?
0: In so many words, yeah. Yeah, you'd say that. I think it just makes a good I think the best way to say it is just that it makes a good trio of like if our body of work had these three things, then it makes sense.
1: You're definitely the brains. He's definitely soul, and I'm definitely the heart.
0: Yeah, I think I'd say heart, just because charisma is not as like impactful. I I, charisma definitely ties in with heart. I
1: think I definitely, and not to take it in such a fucking generic way, but I definitely was more emotional in my shit, and I definitely like poured more of my real self into it all. Not more than anybody else, but like I would, that was what I kind of relied on. I've been faking
0: it this whole time. What
1: I'm relying on I'm is being super like, fake, I'm sorry, what I was relying on is like <laughs> how fake I'd be. I was more emotional and I was more personal and it was more literal in a sense. Yeah. My works. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Whereas yours was and everybody was emotional and they're and they're right.
0: Well, let's be honest. When we were most active, I was just like braggadocious with rapping. That was really I all I too, would do, but
1: I, I definitely, I think that back. Then you I crafted songs
0: a lot more than I did, and it wasn't until I figured out how to tap into something, which I'm not gonna give a sauce away. That's fucking good sauce. <laughs> I'm not giving my sauce away for free, but I'll no free sauce. Ugh, that sounded gross. But I'm not, g- <laughs> I'm not gonna give you this free sauce. But there is something I tapped into that I figured out, and then I was like, oh, that's that's how I'm gonna rap. And I mean I could tell you off air but I'm not giving that yeah, sauce. Yeah, no I get you.
1: No sauce on the pod. And then as far as Benzer goes, Benzer, when I break him down man, like I'll always regard to him as like the best MC I've ever fucking heard in my life.
0: Yeah. And um, oh, oh my god, can we talk about that bar? Can we have a segment dedicated Do you know that I want to I'm, I'm going to tattoo se- myself
1: with those word that those letters but like this. I know you can't see it on the pod but like this. Larry. H E A R T
0: yeah, H E A R T Y T at the end though.
1: That's what it was. That's what it was. E A R T H. So it's E A R T H.
0: That's Earth.
1: Yeah. that's what he says first.
0: Yes. Yeah, so anyways, that's let's actually break it down. Yeah. So George wants to get Earth tatted on him because of a line that Benser said, when what did we write that song? We wrote that Bro. song specifically for a talent show, which yeah. I think we mentioned in the last episode that we won.
1: Yeah. Right? And it was like kind of eight bars each yeah and it really didn't matter what we were saying in the talent show as long as we fucking I mean that's personally
0: we're trying to we, we were just trying to well, yeah, we were trying to make a song that we could perform well, and then all three of us kind of like did our thing on it our own thing, yeah, we all did our own thing, but definitely I remember listening to your bars on that and whereas you say that all your stuff is like more literal, that verse wasn't that verse was actually really out there with the metaphor, not you one know. but three in the same. we placed in first how. Because you like totally like foreshadowed us winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was these bars afterwards where you say, first the subconscious mind.
1: State of mind that I find. No, no, it's
0: a, first of all, the subconscious state of mind that you all arrive with. uh, It's something like, like,
1: oh, fuck.
0: And you say like omniferous.
1: I said omniferous lines, hypnosis besides us.
0: You said omniferous lines um different. anyways george got really like metaphor deep and like savvy with we it and i was like because i can't fucking name yeah, it. yeah
1: that was years ago years ago
0: I, i'll probably post it up on the instagram page if you guys want to check it I'll, I'll put like a little snip of george's verse on that or maybe a little bit however much i could fit on, then on the post great. yeah so what we're really getting to like i remember okay mine was really simple a few punchlines, like eight bars uh combination on the floor because I'm locking it down. Oh, it was I really love like that line. It was really like just simple like uh, double entendres and like wordplay. And then um but then our, our like Benzer wrote a completely unnecessarily dope verse. Which like so w- unnecessary. It went well, which o- also I'm sure it went over everyone's head.
1: It did and also we had gone to Barnes and Noble me and him I think and right and then uh we
0: both bought books we both brought him to Rudy's studio so we're very off track <laughs> now <laughs> but it's okay no we're off track but we're going to get back on it so so Benser wrapped this completely insane verse and it was like we just sit sit ready bensy the mastermind i ain't got to tell, tell you twice. twice sure to make them shake like fat, fat ladies made, with cellulite. cellulite rear and so like it just like the first two bars are like kind of like boom This is like an enter into the room, right? But he just immediately jumps into this crazy-ass like metaphor that stretches the rest of the eight bars. So he he said two bars, so six of the two were one metaphor. So he he goes, sure to make them shapes like fat ladies with cellulite. Rearrange the way I spell earth. Rip it apart. Now take the word earth. You're going to rip it apart. And rearrange it. Spell heart. Shatter the first half to shards. So you're now shattering the H and the E, which isn't exactly half, but pretty close. So rearrange the way I spell earth, rip it apart, spell heart. Now shatter the first half to shards. In the dark. In the dark. Now I'm a half-hearted spitter with nothing left but the art. So he's talking literally about spelling
1: the word earth.
0: Spelling the word earth, ripping apart, spelling a heart, shattering the first half to shards. Now you just have the word art. But he's also saying, I'm half-hearted spitter with nothing left but the art. So, like, it was almost like a, it was such a fucking crazy, like, two sharks on my arc, tearing spitters apart. I swear oh, my he might.
1: Ace the hole, playing the cards, if you don't know now. you're
0: Patrick Star, card. yeah. Okay, so, like, yeah, maybe it was just four bars, but the four bars were just so, like, intricate. And, like, I think Better at one point... Verse-
1: any verse I could think of. Into your mic. My bad. I was I'll step back for a second to realize. Yeah. Better, no, but better than any fucking verse I could think of, I could tell you these four bars did so much more rapmatically that like Rap-matically.
0: I, I love that word. That's so dope.
1: <laughs> that I think that's like it's it's up there, man. It's really up there.
0: You had one though, the one that I always remember being like, Oh, we're we're definitely fucking working with some fire now because we started trying to get more into like punchlining rap, and I remember like trying to use bigger words and shit. But at the time, one of the early ones was "Kill your little soldiers like a vasectomy." Oh yeah, like that was
1: controlled insanity. That
0: was pretty dope. Check it, G. I'll kill See your little soldiers, soldiers like, like a vasectomy. vasectomy. So that one was cool, but the, like that yeah. was when I was like, okay, that's a bar. Like we're ready to like start getting into like <laughs> some real shit <laughs> and now. That was
1: early on. And,
0: yeah, we were probably like eighth grade when you wrote that, <laughs> and uh, but then you there was one that you have, and it's like, oh. anybody in the right white mind fade to black on it was this unbearable heat, the fire that I breathe out my, my respiratory, respiratory out my tongue past, past my, my teeth. tongue out my teeth is carbon, carbon dioxide, dioxide given, given to the, the trees, so I save the, the world, every world every time I hear a sick beat, beat. like. That line like blew my mind because you were you made it stretch four bars of explaining how like you're breathing and it's going to the tree so you're saving the world and it was just like some fly ass shit. To, I don't know that shit was yeah no hard. I, I feel you yeah. So I remember that and then I never really wrote anything like that until maybe like years later where I was like oh I can tap into this and do like the style of music I like to do. So
1: I think we, early on we
0: were like tapped into some shit that we didn't even understand. I still don't understand myself. I don't
1: understand it either. I listen to all of us, and I don't get it.
0: How do you feel about, like, rap? I mean, rap is at the top of the the game right now. Yeah. But for a long time, it felt like the redheaded stepchild of music.
1: Yeah, it was like...
0: And I, I, I wonder, like, kids nowadays don't really know that part. Because, like, it was probably getting more accepted, the era that we grew up. Oh, but yeah. before that, they thought it was like a fad, and you know, like it went through a lot of eras. This is—I'm trying not to turn this into a hip hop podcast, but well, today, it, today us. it is. But right now, it's probably like the biggest. It's definitely the biggest sound in the world right now. Yeah, because even
1: the like the fucking alt, like alternative shit, is very yeah, hip hop. They or yeah, it's borrowed from both. Yeah.
0: So what, what do you think about um? I guess the way that hip-hop's perceived versus the the actual work that's put into it cuz I feel like people think that hip-hop is a simplistic art form still to some degree. Um oh, that that's why just rapping or whatever. That's why I think it's highly arrogant that there are so many people that rap but never really try. It's an arrogant thing when you really think about it.
1: All right. Well, I say that rap is in the forefront and I think it's become almost synonymous with pop music because you're going to get like the biggest rap and the biggest pop, and they're gonna both take from each other as far as like top forty goes. I'm literally thinking of two four K golden, yeah, and like a uh, all pop rap. Like, it kind of like this weird. It's this weird blended, niche of like we're wrapping. It's like you put everything in a blender, but it's like punk or whatever they want to say it is. I don't know. Yeah, but I do want to ask you this. As far as like. Tyler creator winning a fucking Grammy for best rap album. And him him being like, it's not a rap album,
0: but is he not a rapper? Yeah. That's where I'm, I'm kind of getting at is like, he, he did start. Maybe if I, I listen to that album a little more, I might have a different opinion, but I, I do d- definitely think, I think the artist should be allowed to dictate what category their album is. That's fair. Okay. So, so let him me saying say this. it's not a rap album, but critics being like, oh, but we gave it the best rap album category. Maybe put that in a different category. But it is still a thing where I think the critics and the people in those academies and stuff, they're the ones with the problem. They're like, oh, well, but but it's like, a, you know, it's a, it's a young black kid making music. So we're going to put it in the rap category because he also raps. And. And even though the majority of this album isn't, it's it's still hip hop, and we also don't want to put him up against Taylor Swift because she needs a Grammy, or, you know, or whatever the oh, okay. fuck, you know you. what I mean? I think it is that kind of like, but like he's not classically R and B. It's like who gives a fuck? He if he wanted it to be an R and B or a pop album, he, I think it was a pop, right? That's what he argued. He,
1: he was arguing pop, I
0: think. Yeah. So like you you're afraid that is this is gonna take away from a these things are all about ratings. These like these.
1: I mean the Grammys. Fucking suck to begin with. They're, they're
0: fully about ratings. They only want to cover like certain genres. They don't want to actually like specify and they don't want him to cross over too much. They they don't want to hear, you know, that Tyler want to pop or even like a jazz. Like I could see him doing a jazz album. Oh yeah, they would never let him win a jazz. Because album. because then this just upsets. It's the same reason like Billboard wouldn't consider Lil Nas X uh the his single a country song when it oh, came out oh yeah, yeah yeah and he was like arguing like no I made a country album and people were arguing like uh no it's a rap out it's a rap song or yeah, like I, I made he a country really yeah rap like, I made a country thing. song yeah he's like I made a country song and people are like well the drums are hip-hop which is bullshit because if you go look at the charts you'll find other country songs that are stealing from hip-hop and using that, like appropriating it in their music. Yeah. Not and saying, then, that, I'm not even saying appropriating. I'm just saying they're using it and they're obviously influenced by hip hop. Yeah. So they're just like, they're genre racist, really, is what it is. It's genre racism. That's what I can, I can
1: also agree that the Grammys is like that. I shouldn't but, use um, racism
0: so lightly. Sorry, but genreism <laughs> for sure.
1: Genreism, yeah. I can agree that. And then I also could think that like, a lot of the pop music or a lot of all music has been stealing from like hip hop and then vice versa. The hip hop taking the whole like punk route. Yeah. Where it's like, you can, I think for once you could fucking scream and, and throw distortion on
0: a hip hop track. Well, half of those, half of those guys making that music will tell you that it's not rap music. Yeah. So that's, that's my thing. So that's where should, I get upset with it.
1: Basically, what I'm saying is like, man, if you made it big being a rapper, like what I, I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm more I'm asking is what's the stigma against being a rapper?
0: Yeah, no, that also pisses me off. Like if someone because that like, makes me and Wardo
1: want to be like, oh yeah, we're rappers.
0: Yeah, like because
1: a lot of rappers will say, I'm not a rapper, or I'm a rock star, or
0: whatever. A hundred percent. I'm a fucking rapper. It what's goes up, both bitch? ways because. These Well, it, half of it is that these guys don't want to make just rap music or be confined to rap music, which I totally get. Like open yourself up to other avenues, other styles and genres, but to discredit hip hop as having in, any influence is a whole different ball game. when you're I, you don't have to define yourself as a rapper, but maybe maybe we messed up and we didn't come up with a new genre for that you know, like specifically, I, yeah. I feel like it is like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, this is punk. Oh, this is hip hop. This is you know, like because well, because as far as punk was, goes, it was like a derivative of rock. Yeah, and well, hip hop was always chunked in with disco early on. Like people were like, oh, it's the new bad. It's like disco, but you know, like they're being played in disco clubs due to some DJs. um Well,
1: I know that R and B has like a rich history as far as R and B goes, and then it became like hip hop and R and B.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, it, I think there's just so weird. Then there's mesh like of rap, genre. and then
1: there's like hip hop and rap, and then there's like hip hop and pop. I think that's what they're kind of thinking on—is it being hip hop pop?
0: It's not that simple either.
1: No, but I mean, as far as you can go into rock, you can go into hip hop, and then you just have to know the technical terms for everything, I guess.
0: My my biggest issue, or I guess where I see eye to eye with you, is that yeah, we should. I would like to see more artists step out and embrace the fact that they're called rappers because maybe they're not just rappers, but they are rappers, but they are also rappers. And sometimes they're like, well, I don't make rap music or like, I'm not just a rapper. And it's like, there's nothing wrong. And nobody said you're just a rapper. Just like we, we consider Andre 3000 a rapper, but he's his only solo work has been singing really. So it's like, we still say like love below is one of the best hip hop, albums like yeah but yeah it's all it's it's. I don't know man
1: maybe one thing
0: transformed into
1: another man like
0: like we don't call butterflies caterpillars
1: you know what I'm gonna say right now it's because I watched that Bee Gees documentary Bee Gees made disco and disco is the most popular music of all but it was cool to not like disco and then people were saying they were disco when they weren't disco and that's what made disco die yeah. And and then BGS was like, we don't want to be recognized as a disco group because we're not.
0: Right. But that's they could the exact, have carried that torch. That's the
1: exact equivalent of being like, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. I, so I like, can I'm see not that. A disco artist. But there's
0: always going to be, a, there's enough hip hop, there's enough real, like solid hip hop and rap that's popular today. Oh, that stood the test of time and all that. Also stood the test of time, but you could say that for any genre, there's always going to be those albums and yeah. songs that stand the test Beez. of time. When I'm talking about like right right here and now, like comparing the melodic rap and the, I guess, more uh, classical uh, rap style. You can say there's a, 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 an enough of each to where maybe we can split off and we can call it, I think Grammys gave it a category, right? This year, but it was only for song. It wasn't for album so they they took one step in the right direction, but they didn't like fully set their foot down so i i that's that's what I would like to see in the future is these big academies and these big uh award shows and stuff like paying attention to the the differences because I don't think this thing is any longer just one genre well, I think i don't know
1: I wouldn't say quite the opposite, but I would say I think I want to see more people saying, "Yeah, this is rap, I rap." Because what's wrong with, you know, just being a rapper? Like, well, we just got into it all. But that's my statement is like, I want to be able to be like, you know what? I'm a rapper. And then, and then when I win best rap album, you're damn right. Because I'm a fucking rapper, bro.
0: Yeah. It, it It is like you should just like appreciate. Especially if you're good at rapping, man. Yeah. You should just appreciate being in the conversation. Yeah. I'm not saying anything bad, though, about it. Like, if you do want to. If you want more for your yourself. Album. Yeah, if you want to define your album differently, but I th- that's fine. Okay, then
1: maybe that's where I'm getting at, is where I'm like... I, it would like
0: it would be nice to see more people step up and
1: and own that. Because I'm definitely poppy when I try some shit. Like, I get catchy. Yeah. I, w- I would love to do pop. I would love to have my name in the conversation either way.
0: But... It'd be nice to see people time, own hip-hop. Own up to being a hip-hop artist a You remember when Lil Yadda saying, like, I'm not a rapper... I remember Jeezy saying that, and he's straightforward. Remember when he was like, "I'm not a rapper; I'm a motivational speaker." Yeah, yeah. Like there was a whole era of rappers who were like, "I don't, I don't, I'm not a rapper," or "I don't remember, I don't listen to rap." Like, oh, I don't really listen to rap music. Oh yeah, like, man. It doesn't inspire me, and it's like, dude, you just how gotta you,
1: find the right rap song.
0: It's like you did not just figure this out on your own. You studied. You're just somebody. listening to fucking yeah. top
1: forty, and you're being like, nah, man. Not for me. Anyways. No, I know that me and Larry can very well get into the fact that a lot of rap, personally, fucking did us the right way, saved not just saved our lives but also like shaped us.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: And it's some shit that you need to hear, or it's some sh- it's shit that you relate to, man. Like
0: sorry, post Malone. Yeah, yeah. Rem- it's the same
1: reference I was thinking of. Yeah. But like, I got I got the open mic eagle lyric. Had it on me for the most part, but it's the it was a n x i o u s as Scrabble letters. Yep. So fucking the whole bar is basically we should all play a big Scrabble game and make every word confession. He says a n x i o u s. Like I'm not afraid to say I'm anxious, or like I'm gonna tell everybody I'm anxious. Like man, that helped me out a lot because I was like, damn, I'm anxious as fuck. It's vulnerable. It's, it's super vulnerable for a rapper to be like, you would never hear that on a fucking radio rap song.
0: They're also, well, now you can't, man. My yeah. other argument for this is like how much rappers rap compared like real rappers, um, homeboy Sandman, like broke it down in one of his, his, uh, songs where he was like, that's a Bob Dylan song every minute. Like basically cause our vert, like our verses in hip hop are 16 bars whereas a lot of like classical writing and american songwriting is like four bars at a time you know and four bars yeah hook four bars and you're hook, telling a full you know,
1: fledged like, like not that rap doesn't tell a story cuz it does but like you're telling like a real long story with a lot of those like three or four verse songs i think
0: but you're doing it over the course of A lot more bars. One song, yeah. Whereas it's it's the same amount of bars to write one verse in a hip hop song. Oh, I get it. So so like we're we're writing two times as much at least most of the time because just because
1: your flow is faster.
0: Yeah, your flow is faster, and you're no, not even yeah, you're fitting more words in it is what it is. Yeah, it, it like we're not stretching vocals in our melodies, you know, unless you're one of those melodic rappers. Then yes, there's they seem to be like shortening up how much you have to write. But a lot of the time, pre-Kid Cudi, rappers were dropping songs with no melodies at all. And then also we had pre, I, I remember this, I Get Money came out and it only had two verses and then like a breakdown as the third verse and there was no third verse. And I was like, "Uh, why isn't there a third verse? Oh, maybe it's an unfinished song. I was like, nope, that's just how it was. And it was tripping me out, and now I can't even. I don't write songs with three verses. I'm like, that's yeah, too no, much. I couldn't. You're, I you're asking me for 32 bars plus. I mean, I could do it because I definitely written songs with no hooks that go for 48 or yeah, we could write bars, 72 bars. But who
1: cares how long?
0: Yeah, but I think,
1: but for like a song though, like yeah. song making,
0: song structure. You wouldn't do that. Song structure. I'm not gonna waste my time on a third verse when I mean, let's be honest. Even I, I find myself to be a good writer i just think within 32 bars you're tackling a subject quite a bit and you can go for a third verse if you have enough experience or output to put on it and we have that freedom but a lot of the times after two verses something which usually amounts to two to it could be like two to four minutes five minutes sometimes it's like a four minutes huh? yeah so I'm just saying the amount of work that goes into making hip hop classically is almost like four times more than goes into regular songwriting. Like I'm pop. just talking about songwriting, lyric songwriting. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I've I've personally had the pleasure of making a a couple not rap songs and it's it's different, but it's not nearly as like Mind bending, I would say. Because well, as a personal rapper, and just as this is my stake, like I would want to say some shit that I already haven't said and nobody else has said, and like kind of fit it in technically. It not I wouldn't call it harder, but definitely more technical.
0: If a girl knows more about hip hop than you, is that a deal breaker?
1: Um for me personally, if she knew more about hip hop than me, Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a deal breaker? Just because the it only would scare person you away?
1: the only person I respect who knows more than me about so you're inti- is you.
0: You're intimidated by
1: um, knowledge. A, okay, maybe not a deal breaker, you're but intimidated damn, by it smart, would it? it would be really <laughs> like, introspective if I met a girl who knew more about me, specifically me, and I was just like, damn, this is the one thing I kind of like banked on knowing Can I get into this actually? Because this is something that I had to think about the other day. So I have friends like you and Sadiq and Eduardo who are like into comic books, yeah. And then you and Sadiq and Eduardo are into Star Wars, and these are like two I two specific like things that I can think of off the top of my head that you both, you or all three of you guys know a lot about, yeah. And then when I think about why I didn't get into it, I can I can recall like when I got a bunch of comic books. From somebody and I sold them all. And I was like, damn, maybe that makes me more of a hustler.
0: I like money more than I like being a fucking nerd. But
1: that wasn't necessarily it really for me. Because I'm, yeah, I do my thing. But I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a hustler. Like I, I would say Julian got more of the hustler trait in my family. Anyways, then I started thinking about what do I fucking know a lot about, man? Because Eduardo knows a lot about these things. And you know a lot about those things. And you know a lot more about hip-hop than I do because you're like a purist. But I'm always like, damn, Like I would value hip-hop as a thing that like, or music-making is a thing that I can say, man, I know a lot about that. Or somebody would be like, you don't want to ask me, man. You want to ask George. So if a a significant other of mine was like, oh, I know way more than fucking you do about hip-hop, it would drive me crazy because that's been my whole identity Persona- my whole identity bro i don't know there's Not that definitely... I fucking know everything but like eduardo or devin will be like hey who sang this sang this song again i'd be like oh that was a jay-z song from back in 1996 uh, yeah yeah, okay and i can i can get that far or like if somebody says oh i don't remember where this came from oh this was like a dmx song he see sounds, i I, I, can, I can even reference like, a bar bro like,
0: i 100 I percent have like a, a obsessive personality i think where i'm like I remember before maybe the last thing before hip hop when I got like real obsessed with, I probably like 5th grade I got real obsessed with hip hop always liked it in the background and stuff but like um before that it was like Dragon Ball Z
1: Oh your obsessions
0: Yeah like I would get obsessive with stuff so that's where you're saying like I have all this like vast knowledge of this this, this and subject that. it's only because I'm like that no matter what and then I was like that with video games at one yeah. point not necessarily like the history of video games but i would get obsessive playing video games and i'd have to like 100 percent everything even before like they kept track of that kind of shit on your system. oh you would just do it on your own i would be like oh like i have to do this without dying like i have to play without dying i'd like load from a safe point
1: and then try again without try it again without dying yeah. yeah
0: so like i even though it took longer i'd have to do it that way and i was like obsessive in that way where i'm like oh if i don't do it like 100 percent complete without this or that like, I'm a failure. And uh, I got that way with... I was Dragon Ball Z was one of the big ones. I I used to know, like, every... Like, even characters that didn't show up in the United States versions. Wow. I'm trying to think of other... St- like, I guess Bionicle was like that for a little bit. Like, I watched... Yeah. I read all, all the comics and watched all the movies. And then I think it started to slowly fade into, like, my obsession with into hip-hop. Music. Yeah, and yeah. music.
1: So then you needed to know who produced this, who... Wrote on this.
0: Yeah, but I, I've also accepted like the historians, the people older than me are gonna know more. And I just like try to keep up and soak up whatever I hear from anybody who's like older. Like, especially one of the things that gets retconned a lot now is like hype around certain albums. Cause like certain albums were like, oh, that's a classic now. But back then, maybe it didn't get received right away or oh, it took a while Cassie. before, you know, like things like that. Like, you had to be in the moment to actually know.
1: Wow. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't think so, about that.
0: So, so don't shame someone for knowing more than you George.
1: I- I'm never going to shame somebody, <laughs> but that's what I said would be like, "Damn. No, I, you're honest. You're honest." If she knows more though. about me than that, then what do I know at all? Yeah. More than that with me. Which so could have been the short version yeah. of this whole
0: story. Yeah, no, but I get you. But I was just trying to tie it back into What's your deal our,
1: breaker, Larry? What, our... what the fuck do you fucking oh. take accountability for?
0: Uh, I already said religion, like oh yeah, 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 you said yeah. that. yeah, religion, and what I was about also physically? the hip hop thing was the hip hop thing was kind of I I think I, as much as I'm trying to defend it, I think that might actually be like yeah, if so, dip. if a girl told you the same thing, I, oh, you didn't know that EPMD
1: came out with this in nineteen whatever.
0: I think I could care less, but also maybe I don't know. I don't it's a care. You gonna situation. finish that drink or what? Man, what else were you talking about? You said something else right now that was automatic toilet flushers. Okay. I think it's time to actually flush this episode.
1: I sucked it up with my fucking mouth. All right. Let's flush
0: this episode, buddy. Ratatouille. No, wait. What's the movie? Flushed Away. Flushed Away. That's the one. All right. Oh, man. That brings me to another subject. Nope. Let's just cut it. Okay. Signing off. This is Larry. This is George. Don't go changing on us. And don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> That's so bad. Do we went way too long that time? <laughs> we went way too long. We talked about hip hop for way, way too long. I always, I'm always in between. Is that expected us or not? <laughs>